10, 12, and 49 degrees. A little rainy today. KTOE AM 1420. FM 102.7 and streaming at KTOE.com as well as RadioMankato.com. You can find us there. And also uh, by downloading the free iHeartRadio app. We'll be on there as well. So if you just venture out of our signal area, you can always get us online. I'm Jay Paul, and this is the uh, Mental Health Friday show with Marcy Tetro. Uh, we are here every Friday in the 10 o'clock hour. Marcy, a local clinical social worker at Nystrom and Associates. But it's not about drumming up more business for Marcy. I believe she's busy enough. Or Nystrom, too. The, all of the providers in town are fairly busy. And uh, as you can imagine, because uh, mental health has been in the news a lot lately, and a lot of people do need uh, the help. And uh, uh, we try and get all providers equal treatment here on this show. We just want those who need the help to get the best care they can. Is that not right, Marcy? Nope, that's very accurate, Jay yes. Paul. Um, yeah, but so welcome to the show. If we have first-time listeners, if you're tuning in for the first time, uh, the show is here for combating the stigma of mental health and getting help, addressing any barriers to care that might be getting in the way, and also suicide prevention. Yeah. So. Yes. And if you have any suggestions or things that we haven't covered and you want to, uh, you can email uh, Jay Paul at... RadioMankato.com. We do have a phone call. I wonder if that's... Is that our, I'm not... No, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll try and answer. And we'll see what it is. Hi, KTOE. Whoops. Hello, KTOE. KTOE, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Who is this? This is Tom and Brian. Hey. To say hello. Hey, Tom and Brian. Nice to hear from you guys. <laughs> Hi guys! Hi! Hi! Welcome to the uh, the mental health talk show here with Marcy and Jay Paul. Um, hey, Marcy. So, are you guys listening? We're, we're talking about children's mental health. Oh, we sure we understand. <laughs> That's why we wanted to call? That's a great subject. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be uh, forthright in the front of people's minds here because we do have uh, the uh, uh, children's mental health subject is going to be all over. What? Just explain yeah. a little bit what, what that's all about. That's right. Well, you know, we are uh, calling today because uh, we are uh, a group of uh, songwriting project in Minneapolis that writes uh, songs in the key of hope with the hope of amplifying the children's mental health crisis and raising money for partner organizations who are directly assisting kids and youth in underserved communities who are struggling with anxiety and depression. Well, that's pretty so awesome. When we up the topic, we wanted to call. Okay. Well, thank you, uh, Brian, Brian and Tom. Thank you so much for calling because we... I was just about to tell uh, Jay Paul that in children's mental health right now, we need as many partners as possible. We don't have enough uh, crisis counselors and providers right now to tackle the need, and we need to partner with a lot more community partners. And so one of the things that's been really great was, um, it, you know, there's different ways that we can reach children. We can There's different ways that uh, people heal from different types of treatment, but there are, there are some things out there. Um, that are, I think can be really powerful. And I think um, what you guys are doing as far as songwriting is pretty amazing. Well, thank you very much. So yeah, Thank you. Um, so tell us a little bit, uh, Brian and Tom, so what's the name of your organization that you guys are, that you guys created? Go ahead, Tom. 
Yeah, we're called Seeking Permission. Uh, it's seeking-permission.com. The name really comes from th- this idea that we think kids are inherently um, needing permission. They're kids, right, to, yep. to talk about their innermost feelings, but all too often uh, sometimes met with a lecture or denial or dismissal. So we kind of envision a world uh, where kids don't necessarily need to seek permission, where they can feel free to speak you know, uh, openly about uh, their innermost feelings. And, and uh, really, our job is to um, simply be a catalyst behind the scene using music. Mm-hmm. And uh, music is powerful. I mean, I think you, you guys know this, um, and you guys are also part of a band. Well, uh, <laughs> we, we, uh, we, we get that a lot. I think Tom and myself are, are not, in fact, a band, but we are a... Uh, the catalyst for hopefully a band of believers. No uh-huh. pun. Well, actually, pun intended. <laughs> there you um, go. Yeah, we, we uh, you know, uh, it, the fun story, backstory, is that Tom and myself actually worked in marketing together many years ago. And, uh, you know, Marcy, I think you and I know that I'm in a band called Rocket Club. And um, Tom knew that as well and wanted to find some ways to communicate to his children about this crazy world we're living in and try to create something hopeful. And in that process, he reached out, and we wrote some songs, and as we started noticing there was a tension for what we were doing, we wanted to uh, elevate the game and the purpose. And uh, I have a... My wife works in pediatrics, and so no surprise to you guys, she comes home every day overwhelmed with a lot of the psychological situations yeah. and problems. And uh, that's not what she uh, was trained to do. Yeah. She was trained to help people with strep throat or pink eye or a broken arm. And, um, you know, that hit me. And, Tom, you can speak to your own personal um, uh, situation, but we just decided you know what, we can do something with our gift here. And we started working towards the Seeking Permission project that really does bring artists and genres and music together to really put a spotlight on this subject. And through music, which I think is a little, maybe it's a little more disarming and a little less, um, um, I don't know the best word to look for, a little less power, uh, a little less official that mm-hmm. maybe that can, can open up some doors for children to well, be able to feed. Brian and Tom, so. I think music opens up a lot of doors for kids. I mean, and this might not be a common uh, knowledge thing, but there's actually something that some providers will do called music therapy. And so sometimes yeah. when they're in the hospital, like this is more for inpatient hospitalizations, if they're suicidal, homicidal, or if they're gravely disabled, which means they have some type of psychosis or a thought disorder, they um, can go to a 24-7 locked facility or a unit where they are safe for uh, stability. It's, it's basically stability and um, medication management. But um, sometimes they'll do the, the, the music therapy, and it's really powerful. Um, I worked at a hospital one time in Colorado that did music therapy, and it's, it's, it's pretty amazing because it, it boosts your mood or it can, it can also make your mood worse. You know, so it has yeah. both those side effects or the power too. And I think music is so powerful because it really captures the feelings that sometimes words cannot. And sometimes even when if we're working with somebody, it's really hard for them maybe to explain something. But they're like, hey, Mars, but here's a song. This song is how yeah. I feel. Amen. Oh, that, that is true. I, you know, so much of this at its genesis was 
you know, my kids, especially at the time it began um, as a passion project, were just young, and I don't necessarily have the words to describe the world anyway. But music has an ability to help people feel, right? It can give you three or four minutes of something, and to your point, you know, it, it gives you some power over your emotion, right? I can go to the light or I can go to mm-hmm. something a little bit darker. So we're just trying to, we call them songs in the key of hope, um, because we're just trying to put light out there into the world, well, I love what you guys are doing, and I have to say, I was at a, I was at Sundance Film Festival, but back in like 2018, 2017, and I was out there and talking to some, I don't know what they were, producers or guys in film school from LA and Hollywood and all that stuff, and uh, what they said about Minnesota was really interesting. That Minnesota produces a lot of the most creative talent for writing movies uh, and musical artists, you know, and so. When we started the show back in January, we've actually had a lot of really neat people come on our show who are dedicated to helping people, dedicated to helping in this mental health crisis that we're going through as a country. And I cannot say, Tom and Brian, I think you guys are a wonderful partner to collaborate with. And we are really excited um, and be very honored if we collaborate and partner with you guys in helping with um, facing this crisis of the children's mental health crisis right now in our country. Well, thank you. Uh, we we believe and feel the same way that you know it's going to be it's going to take a village, and I think we all bring our unique talents and uh, perspectives. And I think when you kind of lock arms, we can do something special, and that's our goal. We uh, we just want to help from our perspective. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you. And um, so our surprise announcement to the public today for our listeners is actually um, we're going to have Tom and Brian come on our show. And so we'll we'll announce it later. Great. Thank you so much for your opportunity to be here today. And thank you for all the work you're doing. Is there a website or anything people can access to see even more about you guys? Yeah, seeking-permission.com. And, and really the only thing we, we'd like to connect with right now, if we could, just shout out to the Minnesota music community. If you are an artist, emerging or established, there's all sorts of ways. It is a growing band of believers. Again, we're not a band. We're a band of believers. But we're focused on uh, trying to create a collection of songs right out of the gates here with Minnesota artists with the idea of putting the spotlight on the children's mental health crisis here in Minnesota and partnering with organizations here in Minnesota across the state that are helping kids in under communities. So anyone on the partner side, if, if you do this work, if you're making an impact, um, if you do believe in the power of music uh, to offer that healing, we would love to love to connect and love to help you. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Uh, you know, I always say, too, uh, how many times you hear a song on the radio or whatever, and it brings you right back to childhood somewhere. Uh, that's oh, the power true. of music, <laughs> you know. Brings Amen. you right back when, when you heard it first. Right on. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. you have anything else, Will? All right. No, thank you. Thank you for calling in, and we'll be talking to you plenty down the future, I'm sure. All right. Take care. Thank All you, right. guys. All right. Thank Bye-bye. you. All right. Be good. There you go. We have to, uh, we're going to play one of their songs. In fact, uh, Love's Gonna Break the Fall. It's Seeking Permission, and uh, we got to get that started here in 20 seconds so we can get into our news break. Is that all right? Wasn't that a nice surprise? That was a great surprise. <laughs> we have partners again. Yes, we have Tom and Brian, partners. thank you so much. I'm really looking forward. I think what you guys are doing is amazing, writing uh, music to help children, for um, giving them hope, because so many kids feel invisible. They feel broken, and we're going to touch on this on the second segment, but sure. so many kids feel invisible. And it's the music that really helps them. And here is their music. Feel understood. Seeking permission with love. All right, here we go. Thank you, guys. KTOE. 
won't lie to me Just drop me somewhere near the truth and leave me be Cause we just write the scene With all the words we love to use but do not On the uh, second half of Mental Health Friday with uh, J. Paul and Marcy Tatro. 
Welcome back, guys and gals. All right, here we go. We're gonna we're gonna jump right into the, our second segment. Yeah, so a lot to get to today. Yep, we have uh, this week or coming up is Children's Mental Health Week. Um, so we're gonna go over a little, a little bit of that right now, uh, real quick before I forget. We were supposed to have Dr. George Kamaridis. So if you have been listening and you're a local, um, you've been a dedicated follower, a listener. So yes, yeah, so that show um, we had to do something. Uh, I had to coordinate a different guest and special guest in case he's listening um, to our afternoon. And so because of that, that show is gonna be recorded and aired on May twelfth. And so. Um, that, that show, again, will be aired on May 12th. Next week will be Mike McLaughlin, a local Marine and director of our VSO. Uh, and he's done a lot of awesome work for the, um, the vet, for veterans, for the uh, Iraq and Afghanistan veterans who had any type of exposure to the burn pits. He's the one that helped push that national legislation, which is a miracle that, that got passed. Um, and so we're very, very honored and grateful that he's going to be on the show here next uh, Friday. So tune in on May 5th. We'll have Mike McLaughlin. And then, again, Dr. George his show from this afternoon will be aired on May 12th. So uh, tune back in. All right. So we have Children's Mental Health Awareness Week coming up here in May. Um, and we also have Children's Mental Health Day coming up. But it's a little bit confusing online on which day it is. But we think it's May 11th. But then some people say it's May 7th. And then there's also an announcement on the state website from Governor Waltz's office announcing it for actually, Jay Paul, you guys should have a mask. Um, J- uh, Governor Tim Waltz is going to be on air today at 2.15. So if someone could ask him what... Day Children's Mental Health Awareness Day is because it is confusing online. We, there's different dates. Yeah, we'll have Bar- we'll have a note for Barry. Yeah, but I, I, follow, I did pull it from the website, um, and it's actually uh, May 1st through the 7th. Um, so that's what the Minnesota uh, Governor's Waltz announced, at least is on May 1st. They updated it. So anyways, so speaking about Children's Mental Health Awareness, um, I, you need to know this if you live in Minnesota. So if you're listening in Minnesota, this is for you. If you're listening from out of the state, your mental health through the state will be ran differently. So every county has a local children's mental health, and they are the kind of like the mental health authority, um, although it's a voluntary thing. So if you go to like Blue Earth County, Sibley, Wantwan County, they have a children's mental health um, office. Yeah, it's it, well, it's like a, it's like a unit. It's a position, and so that what they have decided to do with the mental health is run it through like case workers and tri- triagers versus like having a community mental health center. Yeah. We actually have it's, it's triage through children's mental health, like case workers and sorry, case workers and social workers. And so I actually used to be a children's mental a children's mental health social worker. Um, and so one of the things that we do is that we assess for different levels of care. So you might hear about this in mental health. But, like, how do I know if my kid needs this or that? Contacting your local children's mental health. And if you feel like your child needs more, if, let's say, they're engaging in cutting, suicidal, missing school, um, they have big behaviors, uh, they need to get a what's called a diagnostic assessment for, completed from a mental health professional. Um, and then after they complete that, then they'll determine if your child is eligible for uh, voluntary children's mental health services. And what they do, they're basically an advocate that help you um, navigate the mental health system, which we have to use through the private system, through businesses and things like that. And so they will help you yeah. determine if you get your, your kiddo needs medication management or maybe alternative type of holistic, different avenues. You know, like maybe it's yoga or some type of alternative, you know, day treatment, things like that. And so one of the things that we do, we, we look what's called levels of care. We, so we assess and measure that. And when we do that, we're looking to see how can we best help your family? Do you need respite? Like respite is something that we do for parents that maybe have kids with autism or if you're a single parent, you're always on the go. But then if you have um, 
more duties and more things to take care of because your child is struggling with a mental health challenge um, or emotional behavioral disturbance, also what it's called, or it can be if your child meets that type of criteria. Um, the parents really can benefit from what's called respite care. And so yeah. if you're struggling and not knowing where to go and you're really concerned about your child and they're maybe engaging in weed, fentanyl, all that kind of stuff that we're hearing, we've been talking about going to the county and just asking if your child qualifies. And the first step again would be a diagnostic assessment. So moving on, um, one of the things that is uh, kind of really neat about Minnesota is that we actually have some really cool places that we can go to for care. And yeah. let's say if your child is needing residential we have a really cool place here that's hidden, located in Austin, Minnesota, called Gerard Academy. And Gerard, go ahead. Yeah, that's fine. So Gerard takes kids ages 6 to 18 who are struggling for different reasons. And I'm telling you, Gerard, is it's a 13-acre facility. It's also the old former mansion of the Hormels. Okay. Know, from Austin. the Bacon. Yeah, Spam. You know, the, sure. the, yeah, the, yeah, the people who created Spam. Right, yeah. Yeah, so that's the Hormels. And so they created um, the Gerard used to be their old mansion. Okay. And it's very, very old. It's really beautiful, but it's and big, this, I imagine. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> and we have um, it's just it's it's this, it's kind of like a beautiful Hogwarts for kids. And so yeah. when you go up the driveway, Jay Paul. It's like you have the trees like this. They're arched over the driveway. Oh really? And. So you're kind of going through a tree tunnel. <laughs> well, yeah, and there's like trails in the woods, and there, there's like the Jay Hormel Center, and like. It's just, it's this beautiful property and it's this French mansion and they have like marble fireplaces and you walk in and it's like the terracotta French tiles and everything. And you go in and even the old, um, the furniture, like the bedroom furniture is what made the desk. So they oh. have all this old stuff and you go up and there's actually a princess chandelier right oh, there. Really? So anyways, and there's even like servant quarters and underground, like, uh, apparently Frank Sinatra or Marilyn Monroe, or Marilyn Monroe was there one time. Really? Yeah. Back in the day. All right. And so it's this beautiful place called Gerard, but when the kids are at this point where they get there, and this is today's this segment is dedicated to all the children today suffering and going through their mental health challenges because this is this is what we're seeing with kids. Uh, the sixty percent number that the CDC is saying one of three kids, more specifically girls, are struggling with depression, anxiety, and they may end up cut, cutting. They might have suicidal ideation, suicidal thoughts. Um, it's getting really scary, and so the reason I'm here and putting myself out here is that we have to we have to come up with a team and a community effort, and it's more, it's like a grassroots effort that we're doing, but we need to do this for the kids because the kids feel awful, and they feel invisible, and there's lots of different reasons why, but... It's part of the reason the guys, our guests earlier, are uh, partnering, mm-hmm. or we're partnering yep. with them. Yep, and this is also, too, the power of music. So this song captures a lot of what these kids have felt.
All right, we're back. So what I love about music is that, you know, we said this before, it captures the feelings that sometimes words cannot. So if you're a kiddo and you've experienced physical abuse or sexual abuse or any type of trauma and you have some type of complex PTSD, where you're going to see behaviors and you're going to see your kiddos get triggered really easily, you know, and you might not know what the trigger is, but it might be something that reminds them of, you know, whatever the trauma was that occurred. And so for some kids, they they might not know what they're feeling. And sometimes a lot when we're working with children is that we're teaching them how do you how do you know when you're being triggered? How do what what feelings are you feeling? A lot yeah. of a lot of emotional identification. And then how do you communicate that to your parents? Like how do I say, Hey dad, I, I get really scared when you raise your voice or hey mom, uh how do I I don't know, can you hug me and kiss me when I go go to bed? Like I'm not sure. all right they Kids also get scared at night. You know, that's a big time that we see lots of behaviors too. Alone in the dark and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yep. And so, you know, so kids have a hard time sometimes asking for what they need because they don't know or they don't know how to communicate it. And remember, these are six to six to 10, 12, 18 year olds. Yeah. And then sometimes if they all, they feel sad or broken, they might feel ashamed and they don't know what to say. Or another one is too, if they, if uh, you know, this was up in the, the information you pulled, Jay Paul, for today's show. Um, there's numbers coming out that a lot of, some of these girls are being sexually assaulted. And then it's, it's when, when we have that, we got to figure out how to tell somebody. Yep. And then what happens is sometimes they don't, you know, for lots of different reasons, they don't, aren't comfortable sharing and you're going to see cutting. So when we see, um, kiddos cutting, engaging in that type of behavior, self-harming behaviors, and it might be different than cutting too, but that's usually a red flag or a signal to us. Pulling as, hair? Out uh, pulling sometimes. hair, picking their skin, yeah. um, head banging, things like yeah, that, biting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but those are some of the, the warning flags that really cue us into like, okay, hey, you know, you know, are you cutting for a reason? You know, what are you, tell us a little bit about what makes you want to cut. Well, when you're at, and you mentioned Gerard. Uh, the facility in Austin, and there's other facilities like that around the state and the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is a day-to-day thing? I mean, uh, the setting is great. Yeah, the setting is idyllic. from day-to-day, it can be uh, intense, I yeah. would imagine. Yep. Uh, so I think, you know, um, when, it, when I was there in my experience, it was, they have, a, there's very structured. They have a routine. You know, they get up. Have Early, a, per, yep. Yep. Yeah. They have a, um, especially if they have school in the summer or they don't have school during the year, but they have are on weekends too. The routine changes, but they get up and have a personal high, like high, hygiene, hygiene time, and then they get ready, go have breakfast, and they go to school, and then they have that from like I don't know eight to like three o'clock or eight to two two thirty. What if they don't? What if they say I'm not doing that? Then they, <laughs> which uh, what do, that does happen. I know. So well, then, it happens at home too. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, so they might stay back, and I think that I think it'll depend. Uh, on what year you worked at Gerard and because I, I know the interventions change but depending on the therapist depending on how old they are and things like that I know the inter- interventions have changed over the years sometimes they have to journal sometimes they have to do a skill um, it really kind of depends on on the that unit whoever's in charge but yeah there's usually some type something they have to do well, I'm, yeah I was gonna say I'm sure you guys have uh, answers for each mm-hmm. there, scenario that can come up yeah but I think the great thing about Gerard and I've met some people in the area that have worked at Gerard and I'm not kidding. I think Gerard, it, they they are a really great organization that is relationship based. And when you are working with kids that are op- oppositional defiant, um, uh, kid, the rule uh, these are for kids that sometimes rules don't apply to them. Where you really have to get to the connection. You have to, you have to reach every kid. Mm-hmm. And this is where rubber hits the road. And there's lots of pressure on you as a provider. Sure. Because in residential, this is the most restrictive setting. And when we're talking about levels of care, you always want to start off with 
you know, let's do therapy first. You know, you're struggling, just talk to somebody. Okay, that doesn't work. And we're seeing more and bigger behaviors, more significant stuff we're concerned about, maybe medication. And if you're not on board with meds, you know, there's different beliefs out there, which is fine. Um, then maybe looking at a PHP or a D treatment or an IOP. Like an IOP would be a next step up, which is intensive outpatient. And then from there, if that is not successful and your kid's still not responding, we're going to bump you up to a partial hospitalization program, which is uh, it's anywhere from five to six, seven hours of ther- group therapy plus medication management at a clinic. And it's outpatient, which means you go home. Inpatient means you spend the night. Yeah. So let's say something happens, there's an attempt, then you bump up to inpatient. And if you can get in, because right now there's a current mental health crisis, which needs to be announced to, for Minnesota. We're on like year three of it. Not enough beds? Not enough? Uh, we don't have enough beds. There's the wait providers. times at the ER. Yeah, it's just, it's more like we don't have the... We don't have mental health hospitals like other states do. In Colorado, they actually have mental health standalone hospitals. I think Prairie Care actually has one hospital mm-hmm. up in like Brooklyn Center or Brooklyn. It's like Brooklyn something. Anyways, so, um, so, but we, but in residential, that's usually for after you've had multiple hospitalizations yeah. and you're not responding to treatment. So residential is like a most restrictive because it takes, you're there for like a year, anywhere from a short term. Well, actually they do have short term programs, it's like 30 days to like a year. But it just kind of depends. But the thing is, when you're in a residential and you're getting to the point when you're going through the hospitalizations, inpatient, outpatient, and residential, when you work with kids, a lot of them, you know, and it's the same thing with adults. And, you know, you, you know when you go into therapy, you guys, everyone kind of has the same fear. You yeah. know, like, or when people come on the radio, right? Am I going to sound stupid? Oh, am exactly. I, am Everybody voice, says that. Yeah, like, am I going to sound stupid? My <laughs> voice sounds weird. And every yeah. time I listen to people, I'm like, wow, they sound, they, everyone sounds great, mm-hmm. you know? So, but it's the same thing with acting. You go on stage and you're like, you, you know, you worry. But it, it's the common fears and the common feelings that pe- people have and children have. Like, I'm not good enough. I feel broken because I went through this and I don't know how to cope now. Mm-hmm. And so the biggest thing we need to teach our children is that you matter and it's okay to be you. And although you've gone through hard things, it doesn't define you. So if you're listening right now and you have kids, you have grandkids, you you, you have to tell them and work with them and tell them that it doesn't matter what they've gone through, that they still matter despite what they've been through, despite the abuse, despite you know the heartache, despite everything. You love them, you care about them, and they matter. And that they're unique for who they are, and they're beautiful for who they are, inside and out. And that's what we really try to teach kids: be authentic. And and we, you know, there's not, there's not, you can't put a prize on that. Right. So make sure that you talk to your kids, tell them that you love them, care about them, and reach out for help if they need help. But just keep asking if they're okay and how they're doing. Make sure to ask, have the uh, have the conversation. It's the first step.
All right, so if you're, play, if you're listening right now, play this song for your daughters. Play this for If you have a kid between 8 and 12, 8 and 14, play this song. I'm, I'm telling you, your, parents, your, your kids are going to give you a hug or your grandkids will give you a hug. And you tell them that no matter how different they are, they feel that they are beautiful, they are great, and they're going to give you a big hug and they're going to have a big smile on their face. They might even cry tears of joy. So, Grandma and Grandpa, you got this. Rock out. It's This Is Me and the Greatest Showman cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, who sings it? All I can say is that when I when I do this as a musical intervention, there's always positive. It's a it's a hundred percent hit. There you go. There you go. Uh, hey, we got to, before we get to the top of the hour, I want to let you know Prairie Care is there for you. Uh, if you need to talk to somebody, Mayo has uh, people to talk to, Nystrom and Associates, Journey Towards Healing. Call South Central Crisis Center line at 507 344 0621. There's the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 988. And also the uh, Veterans Crisis Line, the 988, then press 1 when prompted. And then also uh, www.seeking-permission.com to play that music as well for your kiddos. It's 11 o'clock.